This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Are you longing to go on a journey to discover your identity and purpose? Stay tuned to hear more about how Natasha Sistrunk Robinson's book, A Sojourner's Truth, can help you do just that. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Amos chapter 2, verse 4, through chapter 5, verse 17. This is what the Lord says. Because Judah has committed three covenant transgressions, make that four. I will not revoke my decree of judgment. They rejected the Lord's law. They did not obey His commands. Their false gods, to which their fathers were loyal, led them astray. So I will set Judah on fire, and it will consume Jerusalem's fortresses. God will judge Israel. This is what the Lord says. Because Israel has committed three covenant transgressions, make that four. I will not revoke my decree of judgment. They sold the innocent for silver, the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the dirt-covered heads of the poor. They push the destitute away. A man and his father go to the same girl. In this way, they show disrespect for my moral purity. They stretch out on clothing seized as collateral. They do so right beside every altar. They drink wine bought with the fines they have levied. They do so right in the temple of their God. For Israel's sake, I destroy the Amorites. They were as tall as cedars and as strong as oaks, but I destroyed the fruit on their branches and their roots in the ground. I brought you up from the land of Egypt. I led you through the wilderness for 40 years, so you could take the Amorites' land as your own. I made some of your sons prophets and some of your young men Nazarites. Is this not true, you Israelites? The Lord is speaking, but you made the Nazarites drink wine. You commanded the prophets, do not prophesy. Look, I will press you down, like a cart loaded down with grain presses down. Fast runners will find no place to hide. Strong men will have no strength left. Warriors will not be able to save their lives. Archers will not hold their ground. Fast runners will not save their lives, nor will those who ride horses. Brave-hearted warriors will run away naked in that day. 
The Lord is speaking. Chapter 3. Every effect has its cause. Listen, you Israelites, to the message that the Lord is proclaiming against you. This message is for the entire clan I brought up from the land of Egypt. I have chosen you alone from all the clans of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Do two walk together without having met? Does a lion roar in the woods if he has not cornered his prey? Does a young lion bellow from his den if he has not caught something? Does a bird swoop down into a trap on the ground if there is no bait? Does a trap spring up from the ground unless it has surely caught something? If an alarm sounds in a city, do people not fear? If disaster overtakes a city, is the Lord not responsible? Certainly, the sovereign Lord does nothing without first revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared. Who is not afraid? The sovereign Lord has spoken. Who can refuse to prophesy? Samaria will fall. Make this announcement in the fortresses of Ashdod and in the fortresses in the land of Egypt. Say this, gather on the hills around Samaria. Observe the many acts of violence taking place within the city, the oppressive deeds occurring in it. They do not know how to do what is right, the Lord says. They store up the spoils of destructive violence in their fortresses. Therefore, says the sovereign Lord, an enemy will encircle the land. He will take away your power. Your fortresses will be looted. This is what the Lord says. Just as a shepherd salvages from the lion's mouth a couple of leg bones or a piece of an ear, so the Israelites who live in Samaria will be salvaged. They will be left with just a corner of a bed and a part of a couch. Listen and warn the family of Jacob. The sovereign Lord, the Lord who commands armies, is speaking. Certainly, when I punish Israel for their covenant transgressions, I will destroy Bethel's altars. The horns of the altars will be cut off and fall to the ground. I will destroy both the winter and summer houses. The houses filled with ivory will be ruined. The great houses will be swept away. The Lord is speaking. Chapter 4 Listen to this message, you cows of Bashan who live on Mount Samaria. You oppress the poor. You crush the needy. You say to your husbands, bring us more to drink. The sovereign Lord confirms this oath by his own holy character. Certainly the time is approaching when you will be carried away in baskets, every last one of you in fishermen's pots. Each of you will go straight through the gaps in the walls. You will be thrown out towards Harmon. The Lord is speaking. Israel has an appointment with God. Go to Bethel and rebel. At Gilgal, rebel some more. Bring your sacrifices in the morning, your tithes on the third day. Burn a thank offering of bread made with yeast. Make a public display of your voluntary offerings. For you love to do this, you Israelites. The sovereign Lord is speaking. But surely I gave you no food to eat in all your cities. You lacked food everywhere you lived. Still you did not come back to me. The Lord is speaking. I withheld rain from you three months before the harvest. I gave rain to one city, but not to another. One field would get rain, but the field that received no rain dried up. People from two or three cities staggered into one city to get water, but remained thirsty. Still, you did not come back to me. The Lord is speaking. I destroyed your crops with blight and disease. Locusts kept devouring your orchards. Vineyards, fig trees, and olive trees. Still, you did not come back to me. The Lord is speaking. 
I sent against you a plague like one of the Egyptian plagues. I killed your young men with the sword, along with the horses you had captured. I made the stench from the corpses rise up into your nostrils. Still, you did not come back to me. The Lord is speaking. I overthrew some of you the way God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. You were like a burning stick snatched from the flames. Still, you did not come back to me. The Lord is speaking. Therefore, this is what I will do to you, Israel. Because I will do this to you, prepare to meet your God, Israel. For here he is. He formed the mountains and created the wind. He reveals his plans to men. He turns the dawn into darkness and marches on the heights of the earth. The Lord God of heaven's armies is his name. Chapter 5 Death is imminent. Listen to this funeral song I'm ready to sing about you, family of Israel. The virgin Israel has fallen down and will not get up again. She is abandoned on her own land, with no one to help her get up. The sovereign Lord says this, The city that marches out with a thousand soldiers will have only a hundred left. The town that marches out with a hundred soldiers will have only ten left for the family of Israel. The Lord says this to the family of Israel. Seek me so you can live. Do not seek Bethel. Do not visit Gilgal. Do not journey down to Beersheba. For the people of Gilgal will certainly be carried into exile. And Bethel will become a place where disaster abounds. Seek the Lord so you can live. Otherwise, he will break out like fire against Joseph's family. The fire will consume and no one will be able to quench it and save Bethel. The Israelites turn justice into bitterness. They throw what is fair and right to the ground. But there is one who made the constellations, Pleiades and Orion. He can turn the darkness into morning and daylight into night. He summons the water of the seas and pours it out on the earth's surface. The Lord is his name. He flashes destruction down upon the strong so that destruction overwhelms the fortified places. The Israelites hate anyone who arbitrates at the city gate. They despise anyone who speaks honestly. Therefore, because you make the poor pay taxes on their crops and exact a grain tax from them, you will not live in the houses you built with chiseled stone, nor will you drink the wine from the fine vineyards you planted. Certainly, I am aware of your many rebellious acts and your numerous sins. You torment the innocent, you take bribes, and you deny justice to the needy at the city gate. For this reason, whoever is smart keeps quiet in such a time for it is an evil time. Seek good and not evil so you can live. Then the Lord God of heaven's armies just might be with you, as you claim he is. Hate what is wrong. Love what is right. Promote justice at the city gate. Maybe the Lord God of heaven's armies will have mercy on those who are left from Joseph. Because of Israel's sins, this is what the Lord, the Lord God of heaven's armies, says. In all the squares there will be wailing. In all the streets they will mourn the dead. They will tell the field workers to lament and the professional mourners to wail. In all the vineyards there will be wailing. For I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. New Testament reading, Luke chapter 22, verses 39 through 46. On the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus went out and made his way, as he customarily did, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, 
pray that you will not fall into temptation. He went away from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And in his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, exhausted from grief. So he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you will not fall into temptation. Mark chapter 14, verses 43 through 52. Betrayal and Arrest. Right away, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him came a crowd armed with swords and clubs sent by the chief priests and experts in the law and elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. When Judas arrived, he went up to Jesus immediately and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they took hold of him and arrested him. One of the bystanders drew his sword and struck the high priest's slave, cutting off his ear. Jesus said to them, Have you come with swords and clubs to arrest me, like you would an outlaw? Day after day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, yet you did not arrest me. But this has happened so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. A young man was following him, wearing only a linen cloth. They tried to arrest him, but he ran off naked, leaving his linen cloth behind. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and righteous and holy God, we thank you for your word again today. We thank you, O Lord, for the ways in which you call us back to you. The ways in which you seek to get your people's attention. God, we pray right now that we would hear by the power of the Spirit your soft, still voice, O Lord. But we acknowledge, O God, that we can be indeed a stubborn people and that you do indeed throughout history and now turn up the volume. That we might, O God, hear your call to return to you. We thank you, O God, that indeed it is your children that you correct. And when we find ourselves wayward, when we find ourselves negligent in the ways of love and justice, you do de- indeed, O oh God, correct us, discipline us, O oh God, a discipline that in many ways may feel like judgment. Would you, O oh God, by the power of the Spirit, search us, search us individually, and search your people collectively, that you might show us our ways that are amiss, that you might, O oh God, show us the ways in which we have neglected and exploited the poor, that we have pretended not to hear the cries and the wails of those disenfranchised and marginalized. Oh God, forgive us for the ways we have exploited those that you have called us to serve and to love. We thank you, oh God, because it is clear that you are a God of great forbearance, of great long-suffering, of great patience. For in the name of Christ, there have been horrendous and cruel things done throughout history and even now, O God. Please get your people together. Please get your people together with your still voice 
Woo us in the direction of righteousness and faithfulness that we may not experience, O God, extreme and severe discipline, Lord. Give us mercy, O God. Give us grace, O God. And help us to have a zeal, a passion, a zest, O God, for doing what is right by those who are around us, for loving our neighbors. We are reminded, O God, that you experience deep injustice. That you, Jesus, know for yourself what injustice feels like, what injustice is. As you were betrayed by one of your own, as you were sentenced to an unjust death by both the state and religious leaders, O God, you know justice and injustice for yourself. You know, O God, what it means to have excessive force used against you, Lord Jesus as people come to you with the harshest and most severe weapons to take you into custody. You know injustice for yourself. And so to you, Jesus, the one who intercedes over us now, the one who knows injustice, the one who knows the depths of its wickedness, the one who knows personally what it looks like and what it feels like, when the people who claim to know God are the ones who are unjust who support unjust systems, who minimize abuse and pain towards our neighbors and to those who are part of the body of Christ. We ask you, O God, to intervene now. We ask you, O God, to open eyes, spiritual eyes, O God. We ask you, O God, to open spiritual ears that we might see and hear you at work and do that which is right. We pray right now for a revival, a revival that bears the fruit of real justice and mercy, and holiness, O God. We pray that you would pour out your spirit, not because we deserve it, but because we need it, O God. Help us more and more, day by day, become worthy of being being the people of the Most High God. It is in your name that we pray, O God, and we confess, O God, and we repent, O God, And we await your continued mercy to transform us by the power of sanctification into people who are like Jesus, one who knew injustice and who did what is right. Amen and amen. A Sojourner's Truth tells the journey of Natasha Sistrunk Robinson as she embraces her calling as a speaker, mentor, and thought leader. Intertwined with her story is the story of Moses, who was also a leader born into a marginalized group of people. Throughout this book, Natasha highlights character and leadership development, bridge building across ethnic, socioeconomic, and gender lines, and how our allegiance to Christ matters in our daily living. Get your copy of A Sojourner's Truth today at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God.
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Hey.